Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, family? Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts, who's a proud sponsor of the Boss Man Show on your radio. Man show NBA legend. Now he's back home in his hometown, Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson State Tigers head coach Mo Williams with the nice hat he got out there wrapping this school. What's good, Mo? How you doing, brother? Hey, man, I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? I can't complain. Mo's one on one in the eight, eight today, man. The humidity and the heat is here. It's crazy, brother. <laughs> I got you. It's all good. Well, Mo, man, how's it feel to be back home, man? Uh, you did a great job at Alabama State the last two years now, moving over here to the Jackson State Tigers, man. How's it feel, man? Feels like home, man. You know, um, this is my city I was born and raised in. Played a lot of high school games in this building. Um, know a lot of people that's on campus that's around the city. Um, it feel, feels like home. No doubt, Mo. And think about, I ask you, this, man, um, how have you grown as a coach the past two years? Running your own program, seeing how things operate in the college ranks now, and you know, working on your schemes. How's it been for you, man, to grow these last two years, brother? Man, growth is everything, man. And, and the greatest thing about not having a lot of experience is you're not, you don't have any fear of, of, of change, you know, because I'm not setting my ways. I'm not a 20 year veteran in this thing where I'm scared of change. Um, so it's exciting, you know, just building upon each and every year. Um, the mistakes you make, the things that work, and trying something different, trying to be better than you were before. You know, my, my goal is to be better than I was yesterday. And I apply that, you know, obviously to coaching also. Each and every year, I want to be better. So I'm going into year three as a head coach, year five as a division one one coach with the two years I was assistant. 
um, you know, I, I plan on and, and working toward being better than I was last year. And that's that's the ultimate goal, being better and better each and every year. And the ultimate goal is obviously winning a championship, getting to the um, to the level where you win in championships and competing for one each and every year. And Mo, how's it? How, how, how is it for you, man, with skiing semantically wise, brother? You know, you played in the NBA all those years, man, and showing these guys NBA schemes. Some of these college kids never seen them before, and you all can run up stuff that you know that works really, really well on certain, on certain defenses. Well, well, how, how's it going it's, for you guys? It's, it's, two, it's two different games, but um, the schemes and the things that you do, you know, they're, they're the same. You know, the college game has changed since I played in college 20 some odd years ago. You know, it's more open face. It's more, it's a lot of more pick and rolls in college now, which um, 20 years ago it wasn't. It was just two different basketball type of games when you're talking about scheme wise, but it's no different um, now. You know, it's spreading the floor, going small at times, you know, uh, pick and roll, dribble drive. You know, those things has um, really evolved in the college game. So I came in a great time to actually bring you know, the, the type of basketball I've played over the last 15 years and teach it to these guys because they're kind of familiar with it now because they're running and pick and roll in high school, you know, and they spread the floor in high school. They're getting up and down the floor trying to get um, quick and easy buckets down, you know, five, six seconds, eight seconds on the shot clock trying to get a quick shot, a good quick shot. Those things has really evolved in our game. And for me to come in and, and teach that to them the way I want to play, um, it's not foreign to him like you would think. Yeah, like I said, because Mo, because you have four four years on me, Mo. So I remember when we when I was when around our, when we was coming up going to school, it was about having a stretch four man. Now it's about exactly. a stretch five and having five yeah, hours, five. Like, five hours. So so I first when we was in college to to now it's like night and day, like you said, man. It's just it's wild, but I love it. Absolutely, man. And and, and like I said, you know, you you want to be able to evolve with the game and. That's how you stay in the game. You have to evolve with the game. No doubt. Well, let me ask you, man, and for us players-wise, and, you know, how have players changed since, you know, you in 01 and me in 05? Social media, man. Social media. Social media. Um, That's that's what I want to say, you know, to answer your question, man. Social media has evolved. And these kids are, you know, engulfed in social media. And there's no way around it. And as – coaches and as adults that didn't come up in that era, we have to evolve with that. You know, we have to get them to understand or or we have to understand that that's going to be around. That's going to be here. We just got to um, do different tactics to keep them focused, you know, and keep them on the same goal because, you know, social media is instant, you know, it's mm-hmm. right then, right there, you know, and a lot of time that can go either way. And, Mo, I think this, too, Mo, is that, you know, with guys from our generation, we're used to adversity. These kids with social media, all these people around them, they want to check out as soon as something don't go their way. That's why I, I like the point about hate at the same time, Mo, because guys don't understand how to fight through adversity, work for the opportunity, work for the opportunity, not because uh, I'm not playing, so I want to leave. So yeah, I feel like yeah. that's kind of hurting kids as well. Like those are people around them, giving them, well, you should be playing, you should be playing, you should leave. Nah, let earn your spot, earn your keep. Now just leave because you you're not getting your way right, right away. Well, I mean, you said a mouthful, and, and that's, you know, the era we live in now. Because um, these guys, when I say guys, these, these kids, they they are on social media, you know, and if they see someone else, 
you know, getting accolades or playing somewhere else and they feel a certain way because they're not getting the opportunity and they want to look for the, the greener grass on the other side. And as we know, uh, the grass is not always greener on the other side. You know, you're good where you're at. The best spot is where you're at. You just got to keep fighting and keep plugging and not shy away from adversity like you spoke about. Um, adversity builds strength. It builds character. And it's, you know, the transfer portal has really enhanced that um, in a bad way. Um, obviously, it gives guys opportunity if they're in a bad situation, because you have those percentile of kids that need to go to another situation. It's just toxic or whatever the case may be. But, you know, I would say, you know, it's a large percentage of these kids are making the wrong decision by going into the transfer portal thinking the grass is green on the other side. And and we're early on in the transfer portal, and I think a lot of kids are getting a rude awakening when they do do that. And I think it'll kind of shut down. Oh, you know, in, in, in time, it, it's going to take some years where these guys get to understand that, well, it ain't that sweet when I get in that portal. So I might want to stay where I'm at. And, and and this is the best opportunity for me to be successful. No doubt, Mo. And I, and I kind of look at it this way too, Mo. You know, for me with this show, bro, people want me to go sign with somebody who has a name. But I feel like I can't interview Mo Williams when I want to. I got to ask somebody, can I interview Mo Williams? I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want to sign my life life away that, that Mo. I want to be able to talk to you I want to, not because I have to ask somebody for their approval. That's why I like having my, owning my own stuff for 12 years, not having mm -hmm. nobody control me. So kind of like you said, the grass house greener. The, the check might be bigger, but I don't feel the same way after I sign that check on my name on that paper, Mo. Oh, yeah. No, I agree, man. I agree. I agree with you 1,000%, man. And one thing about controlling your own destiny, you know, that that's that's valuable. That's a valuable asset to have as a human being, for one. You know, you want to be able to control the role that you're on. And when bumps in the road, you want to be able to figure it out um, on your own instead of stopping and turning around and going a different direction. You still can get to that same direction. It's just a wall up. How do you get around that wall? You can't run through it. Well, go around it. You know, so they, they don't understand not going around the wall instead of, oh, I can't go through this wall. This wall is too high, too too thick. But you ain't take the time to walk down to the edge, and it's a cut right there where you can get through it. So they don't understand the aspect of just fighting through something and understanding that when, when, when things are not going your way, it's never personal, you know, and then you got to take accountability of your situation. You know, you got they don't take they don't take the time to really evaluate their situation. You know, just for example, you got a freshman that want to come in and you feel like you want to play, and it's a team full of juniors and seniors. And his mind, well, I'm better than this this senior. I'm better than this junior, or I, I can play just as good as he can play. But this kid been in the program three years. You know, he didn't earn his time to play. Your time is not. Now, that don't mean you can't play. That don't mean you won't play. And that's why you get so many freshmen early on in the transfer portal because they didn't play their freshman year. They don't want to earn their minutes. They don't want to wait their turn. And that's happening so often in today's game, which in the past it hasn't. And Mo, what's crazy is dudes are quitting on the AAU team. I'm transferring on the AAU team. Especially in Atlanta, I'm seeing it like, for real? You – because hey, you team ain't just leaving because you ain't getting mad. But Mo, these kids are cut different, bro. And I'm like, wow. I, I would never think that way when I was that age. You know, no, like, I for real? You. I agree. I agree. <laughs> no doubt. And Mo, man, let me ask his brother. Like, 
being where you at, man, Jackson State. I feel like HBCUs are now getting getting more shine now since like, what happened to George Floyd, Brown Taylor, all the last 2020. So having more resources at Jackson State now uh, and having more spotlight. How's it mm-hmm. been for you recruiting guys who now want to come to HBCU, have experience, getting coached by living like, like yourself, and be around people that look like them? Well, A, people that look like them, but actually um, being able to give them all the tools that they need to be successful where not selling the fact of come to an HBC, come to somewhere. No, I say this all the time. People always identify, I'm going to just say Jackson State, this other school too, this HBCU. Jackson, HBCU, Jackson State. You never say uh, uh, ACC, Georgia Tech. You never say SEC, Georgia. You know, you say Georgia. You say Georgia Tech. Why not say Jackson State? We're Division One basketball. We compete for the same championship they compete with. But they always try to say that narrative or push their narrative like we less than, you yes. know, HBCU, Jackson State. No, we're a Division One program. So we're Jackson State University. You know, there's no different. And that's what we sell our kids on, getting them to understand that, this we have everything that anybody else has. We competing for the same thing that everybody else is competing for. We have great coaches. We have a great coaching staff. You know that's all the way down the board from men's basketball to women's basketball. Obviously, with football, you can come here and be just as successful as anywhere else. And the narrative is so big where they feel like they're taking a step down by coming to a Jackson State, and that's the narrative that we are changing. No doubt, Mo. I, I feel the same way, brother. You know, I'm a graduate of Tennessee State. You know, they look at us like, they people's like, JR, you can have, you, I said, look what I did. I did it at Tennessee State. I got my, I own my own S-H-I-T. I own it. So, so right. and I'm successful. Right. I came from TNSU, right. I came from there. But see, like you said, people always look at it like we're less than or inferior. No, the SWAC, the MEAC, and Tennessee State and OVC, like you said, we, we have everything. You know, and exactly. our degrees count too, and we matter. But I feel like even in the the national media, it's always like swacking me. It's always don't only cover us when something bad happens. Mo, not when something good happens. It's always some bad, or maybe we, we win something. How about like today, a random day in June, cover Jackson State basketball today. Do that for once, for sure. not just exactly. when something good happens that you perceive as good. Exactly. No, no. I agree. I agree one thousand percent. And that's the narrative that that we're continue to, to change. And, and obviously, uh, we have one of the best at it, you know, with, with, with Coach Prime over here um, that's able to push that narrative out and, and really touch these kids, these five-star kids, four-star kids, and really touch them, you know. And obviously, I'm touching them also. And then, hey, and, and women basketball, Coach Tamika Reed, don't get the credit she deserved. I mean, she bringing in these kids from all over the country, um, coming from bigger schools, um, signing them out of high school and continue to do a great job, and and she's dominating the conference. No doubt, Mo. And I got two more for you, brother. Um, how has it been trying to get the non-conference game scheduled? I know, I know that's part of the game, and a swag got to get some guaranteed games, but also get some people to come to Jackson and play you all. How's that been for you so far, my brother? Well, I mean, obviously that that's one that's one aspect of you know um, our situation in our league, rather. Um, you know, we, we have to go play what they call buy games. They are buy games. Uh, we raise money. And uh, 
unfortunately we're not at uh, we're, we're not at the situ- at the point where other schools are where uh, they can bring teams to their home court and give them money and get five or six non-conference home games. Um, we're not in the liberty to do that. So, you know, we have to go play 12, 13 games straight on the road, you know. Um, but, that you know, we use it in a, in a positive. That makes us stronger. Um, it, we have to face adversity. We have to travel. We have to do all these things to get ready for, for conference play. But that that's a narrative that, that hopefully – um, down the road, you know, obviously with the notoriety we're getting and, and things that we get, we can get more people to um, get involved with, with, with economically with, with, and financially, you know, just pouring money into the program where we have money, where we don't have to go raise that money just to survive throughout the season, you know, and we can be able to have a, 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 a great schedule where we're going into conference play you know, over 500, you know, we, you see a lot of our schools in our conference, you know, we're, you know, two and 10, you know, going in. And one thing about it, I get back to the narrative because now when we play those schools or we in conference play and whenever the conference team that wins the, the, the tournament goes to the NCAA tournament, I never hear anybody talk about, Man, this is a good team. You know, uh, you know they they went sixteen and two in conference play. Hey, there's no indication of their record because they have to go on the road and play twelve games straight. You know, against other teams that bought them that they don't push that narrative. But they 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 push our record though. Well, they are three and they are three and ten team. They are one they're one and eight coming in. You know, but they don't understand that the team we're playing that seven and two. Out of their nine games, seven of them been at their home place, you know. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, um, that narrative is not pushed enough, you know, where we where the understanding of why our record, that's not an indication on what type of team we are. That's the point I made about Alabama AM letting go of Coach Howard, because that brother had to clean up a mess over there at Alabama AM. And his record is if you it's not bad as people say it, it was, Mo, you know that. So I was, I was like, yeah. Like you, what you just did about Coach? I said, Coach Howard was is a damn good coach, but you know he had to deal with to get all the losses went on him. He had the battle; those were by games. But folks don't see that. Like you said, Mo, they don't see that. They don't see that. They don't see that part. Mo. They don't push that narrative. You know what they do is, you know, you've been there three years, four years, and all of a sudden you're, you're chickering at five hundred, right below five hundred. But your conference, you you know, seventy percent win percentage. You know, non-conference, you had twenty percent win percentage but they use all that against you, right? But at the end of the day, that's the narrative, and that's the that's the world we're in. And as coaches, you know, we want, we want to fight that because we want to win. You know, we want to have the opportunity to win. And, uh, you know, that, that has to change at some point. That's one for you, Mo. You know, Mo, I have a side hustle called a, a food blog. So what is your favorite spot to eat back home in Jackson, man? So we come to Jackson so I can see you all play. Where should we go get some food at, brother? It's crazy you ask me that, man, but my home, man, you know, we cook at home every single day. You know, I, I don't eat out at all. Um, my, my wife does a great job on, you know, in their kitchen, man. I'm talking about every single day we have a home-cooked meal. Um, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't eat out. You know, I uh, bring, my, bring my food to work. 
you know, and things like that. But I do have, you know, a few spots, you know, that I go to around the city. Um, you know, when I want to have lunch, if it's a business type of situation, Char is one of them. It's in the, in the city of Jackson. So whenever you're in the city, man, go to Char, right off Northside Drive. I shall, brother. I shall. You know, I will, I, I, I'm going to be coming that way because, you know, I, I got to cover football. So I'll be coming that way. I'll be sure. in Memphis for a little bit because I do some of the Grizzlies as well. So I'm going to come see you all play. I'm making my, making my business come see you all play down there in Jackson, Jackson Mississippi, my brother. God, I'm going to cheer you. I cheer for you, brother. I'm happy. I'll see you at Vanderbilt this past year. I'll be cheering for you again. Hope to see you closer as well this year again, my brother. I appreciate it. Anytime, man. What's up, family? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts, who's a proud sponsor of the Boss Man Show on your radio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.